got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here, and in today's video, we are going to be talking about Cardano because as you guys probably already know, Cardano broke $3 last night. It's currently trading at $3.05, and our very own Greg, who is probably in chat because he watches every single morning, is predicting that Cardano could rally as far as $4.50, but more conservatively, over the next couple of weeks, we could easily see Cardano rally up to a Fibonacci extension region right around $3.35, all the way up to $3.00. And 40 cents. We're going to be talking about the Cardano breakout today and where Cardano might be going. And we're also going to be talking about governments and adoption of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency because the incumbent, excuse me, the incoming mayoral candidate who looks like they are going to win in New York City wants to make the, the great city of New York the crypto capital of the world and the most friendly uh, city in the United States to cryptocurrency. We're going to talk about all of that and more in today's video because we got some major announcements, major adoption stories to cover, and you guys are going to walk away from this video with a much better understanding of where Bitcoin and crypto are and where they're heading next. I am joined, as always, by T.A. Tim. How you doing? What's up, guys? Is my thing fixed today? No. Ah. Gosh, I mean, it is. It's, like, brighter, but the shadow is yucky. No, no, I meant, like, the title. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Also, kind of Crypto no. Tim still rolls off the tongue better than T.A. Tim, I got to say. It, I know. T.A. Tim's it, better name, it's, but... But it's, you know... Gotta, I was busy. I was busy last night. I'm anyway, sorry. Anyway, my sponsor of the day, Celsius Grape. Mm. Going back to the uh, good stuff. Uh, body Armor was letting me down. Uh, so Body Armor, get working on that because... I uh, did like the idea of filling out the armor set of my sponsorships, but yeah. at this I'm, point, that's a no-go. I'm still a Fahrenheit guy, but that's all right. Shout out to Smay. How you doing, Smay? I'm doing good, everybody. Hold on. I've only made that joke Ooh. like five times. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Guess what is this weekend? What is this weekend? Between two coins. Ooh. And I want to tell everybody. I want to look at it. I want you guys to look at me right now. Look at this. Guys, I have some great plans for this week's, because we missed last week, but this week's Between Two Coins is going to be absolutely phenomenal. So make sure you check out tomorrow at 6 p.m. Thank you. Indeed. Indeed. Guys, you are not going to want to miss Between Two Coins this week. I'm going to be watching and enjoying. Make sure you stay tuned for that. That'll be going live 6 o'clock tomorrow. We missed last week, but that's because we're moving in and we got a lot of cool stuff going on behind the scenes. Some of it you've already seen and you're going to see more of it coming up in the next couple of weeks. Shout out to all of our members, by the way. We've got a ton of you guys that have joined the membership program here for the Crypto Jeb YouTube channel, the Jebi Knights. If you guys are interested in joining to support the channel, you can hit the join button down below the like button here on this video. We got some special perks for you guys. You can see what all of them are with that button down there. You're going to get specific merchandise and discounts. It's really cool stuff. You're not going to want to miss out on it, so make sure to check that out. We're going to go ahead and dive in right now into some Cardano TA because as you guys probably have seen, Cardano has broken the all-important resistance level 
of $3. And I know the question on all of your minds, where does Cardano go next? Is Cardano going to $3.5? Is it going to $4? Is it going to $50? And if so, when? How is Cardano going to break $3 and continue to rally beyond this? And what are we going to see next? Well, the first thing that we need to do is start out here on the daily chart and look at some of our basic technicals. The first thing that we need to look at is a pattern that has played out more uh, easily spotted on the four hourly chart, and that is a symmetrical triangle pattern. You can see this pattern with a downtrending level of resistance here starting all the way back on August the 23rd when I turned 21, and we have had a downtrend ever since then. We also had an uptrending level of support that has been in play ever since the 26th of August, and in fact, you could even argue that this trend line goes even farther back touching some of these tops back here. It's always interesting to see just how far a trend line can go. If you look back here, this trend line has actually been in play for a very long time, used as resistance going all the way back to the 18th of July. Nevertheless, this symmetrical triangle pattern is so important because, as you guys know, symmetrical triangle patterns you know, break out. They uh, they result in consolidation of the market. They result in the market losing some of its volatility, losing some of its volume, but trading that for potential. It's a little bit like moving a ball up a hill. You are trading all the kinetic energy for the potential energy, and as soon as you let that ball go, it'll roll back down and you'll release that kinetic energy. That's what we're seeing happen right here. The volume obviously declined over the past several days. Not by a massive amount, but definitely a recognizable amount. And we can also look at our Bollinger Bands, and we'll see that the Bollinger Bands signify that the volatility on Cardano also declined. We also saw a little bit of pullback in retail interest, but not much because the hashtag Ada Gang represent in chat are so excited about Cardano. And I think a lot of you guys out there believe strongly that Cardano is going back, or not back, going to $3.5, $4, etc. Nevertheless, we saw that we moved almost 95% of the way through this symmetrical triangle pattern. We normally don't do that. Yeah. Normally, when you're in a symmetrical triangle pattern, you will move about 70% of the way into it. What this signifies is that I personally don't think the bulls are quite as strong right now as they were a couple of weeks ago. And here's why. If the bulls were super strong and we were going to blast off to $4 in the next couple of days, I think we're going to $4. I just don't think it's going to be in the next week. If we were so strong that we were going to moonshot super fast over a dollar higher than where we are now, we probably would have broken the symmetrical triangle pattern 60 to 70% of the way through, not where we are right now, which is 95% of the way through the symmetrical triangle pattern. Look at it this way. The earlier that you break out of a symmetrical triangle pattern, the stronger the force that broke out of it is. So if you break to the upside out of a symmetrical triangle pattern halfway through, then that signifies that the bulls are very strong because the battle, if you will, inside of the symmetrical triangle pattern didn't last that long. If you break to the downside half of the way through the symmetrical triangle pattern, then the battle didn't last that long, but the bears won. So in that case, the bears are the ones that are strong. If, however, you trade 95% of the way through a symmetrical triangle pattern, it means there's a stalemate going on, which means that the bulls are not much stronger than the bears, but they are stronger than the bears, even if not by the that much. Nevertheless, that's a little bit of uh, advanced technical analysis on how you look at symmetrical triangle patterns. It's important but you get the point. If we look at some of our other technical indicators, just to kind of run through our list, make sure we're not missing anything. TD sequential is not overextended. We're solid here. We're sitting at two. So we're not looking at a nine flash coming in here on the 20 exponential moving average out on the daily chart. We're still well above that. We haven't even had to go down and test it as support, which is a good sign for anybody who is in Cardano. It means that your cryptocurrency is very bullish right now. Looking at our moving averages, I'll go ahead and turn all four of them on. 
you can see that there is what is known as a bullish alignment of moving averages. We have the 20 above the 50, which is above the 100, which is above the 200. That is a bullish alignment of moving averages, and that's what you want to see happen if you are expecting a market to remain bullish and continue with a consistent upwards trend. Looking at our oscillators down here, we can see that Cardano broke bearish briefly, but now that we broke into the, uh, excuse me, we broke bearish briefly, but now that we broke into the upside on the price action chart, that is now reversing. You can see that the histogram reversed yesterday, and we've started to see bullish convergence on the MACD. Now, this was a point of concern for a lot of people on Cardano that there was a bearish MACD cross right up here at the top. A lot of people, including myself, were saying, you know, we need to keep an eye on this. We're seeing that Cardano is moving far through the symmetrical triangle pattern. It means the bulls and the bears are at a stalemate. Uh, Cardano wants to be very careful because this bearish uh, MACD cross could result in a correction, a, a drop below support around $2.86, which we see on VPVR. We'll get to that in a second. That didn't happen. We broke to the upside. Like I was telling you guys a couple of days ago, we need to see which way Cardano is going to break. We need to see if the bulls or the bears are going to win the little battle that they're having in between $2.80 and $3. So far, it looks like the bulls have the upper hand. The battle's not decided yet, but it certainly looks like it's in their favor. What I want to see happen over the next couple of days is, number one, I want to see Cardano hold above its critical support that it has built over the last couple of days, mainly here at $2.85 to $2.86. That is our VPVR maxima. If you guys use the VPVR, there is something called the VPVR maxima or the maximum, and that is where the level on the VPVR is the highest. Think about the VPVR as a sideways mountain. If you're sitting right up here on the very top of VPVR, think of yourself as a little ball, and if you start rolling in one direction, you're probably gonna roll all the way down the mountain in the direction that you rolled. We just so happen to roll in the bullish direction direction, which is a good sign, and it is indicative that the bulls are winning. The way that we can look at this is that now if Cardano wanted to pull all the way back up below 285, it's got to push itself all the way uphill to get back to 285 before we can start rolling the other way. So that's a very good sign for anyone who is in Cardano. We definitely have strong support beneath us. Here's what I want to see happen on Cardano, and then we're going to kind of wrap all this up in a nice, neat bow. I want to see more volume, number one. I want to see more volatility, number two. And I want to see Cardano rally higher than $3.04. Why? Well, first of all, because I like Cardano and I want it to succeed. But number two, $3.04 is barely above $3. In fact, it might as well not even be above $3 because when you look at support and resistance levels, they don't act as flat two-dimensional levels. They act as zones of probability. So even though we're at $3.04 and we're technically above $3, we're almost, in a way, not above $3 because we're still in the catchment area of that $3 zone. We're not at 320 where we've clearly broken it we have not clearly and definitively and decisively broken three dollars we're above it but we're not closed above it we haven't seen a lot of volume which you would want to see on the breakout of a symmetrical triangle pattern we've not seen an increase in volatility that is major like you would want to see on the breakout of a consolidation pattern so the bulls have the upper hand right now. They have not fully won. I'm going to talk about my longer, my shorter term and my medium term price predictions on Cardano. I do have very bullish price predictions on Cardano, but for the short term, and by the short term, I mean the next couple of days, I want to see a little bit more momentum coming out of Cardano. I want to see it move up to at least $3.10. Then I'm going to be more confident on everything we're going to talk about here in just a second. Tim, I know you've been doing a lot of TA on Cardano this yep. morning. What do you think caused it to break $3? And do you think it's going to break up to $3.20, $3.30 in the next couple of days or does it still need to prove itself well as far as what caused it to there is a rumor and i think we're gonna talk about this a little bit at least i sent you a text nothing concrete but again rumors 
move a lot of stuff in Cardano, and that is that Hoskinson has spoken about potentially partnering with Solana. Now, he kind of mm-hmm. said that's up to the, that's not up to him alone. That's going to be up to pretty much the entire community. But I think that happening yesterday potentially gave Cardano a little bit of a boost and Solana even a little bit of a boost. Uh, although Solana, I think, went down. I didn't look at Solana this morning, but I think that's going to result in a price action that's positive. No, Solana. Oh, no, Solana's had a good game. Never mind. Yeah, so I think that news was good for both those coins, which, by the way, are two of the top-growing coins, even without that news breaking. However, when it comes to a couple of things with the technical analysis, I noticed you're absolutely right. The volume is low. But what I noticed on the four-hourly chart is that the breakout was confirmed with a green candlestick. Uh, The volume kind of backs that up. So of the little bit of volume, it looks like it was overwhelmingly bullish, which is a good thing. But a couple of things that I think we need to keep an eye on, and that is that if you go back to the daily chart, we're actually looking at both bullish and bearish RSI divergence, which is really weird. Now, obviously, what we just saw happen was a bullish breakout. So I think we saw the bullish RSI divergence play. But if you're looking at it, we're still looking at forming a bearish RSI divergence, which I have this suspicion that means we're about to see a bearish movement. Uh, Not necessarily dropping all the way back down to 250. However, I'm going to talk about that in just a second where I think it will get eventually. Uh, I I do believe what you said a little bit ago, and I'm going to go back to it, is the fact that we broke out of this symmetrical triangle pattern at about 95% of it. That's a pretty late breakout. Yes. Okay. So here's what I have noticed. And, and, I, I want to, I can't confirm this is going to happen. I just know I have to be aware for it, uh, be aware of it, and then you guys do it as well. Just like he said, there wasn't enough momentum to break it at the normal around 70% mark, which I have seen this happen where it breaks the way it's supposed to and then comes back down and crosses yep. below. I've watched it happen many times. So the, the good news is, though, for anyone who's out there holding Cardano, I'm holding Cardano. The good news is I found on two different occasions a very similar number that is the number I think you need to be looking at. And that is, first of all, what I was looking on the, let's see, daily chart. Um, I, you know, Jeff talked about this, the VPVR says that there is strong support around 286. That is what I found. So that is the level I think we need to be looking at and saying, all right, you know, all else fails. I think that's where if we start dropping, we don't really need to worry about it getting back too much lower than that. What's also really funny is Lux Algo has, you know, they updated and they also they now are giving you take profit signals for your long and short positions. There was a bad call on Luxalgo. So, you know, this is an area where Luxalgo kind of failed. But I found it interesting that they told the Cardano uh, longs to take profit at $2.87. And then, of course, we right after that, we rallied. We see some massive candlesticks. That was on the hourly chart. So if anyone is following along looking at charts, hourly chart, you're going to see, if you have Luxalgo, a take profit signal right before that massive candlestick. But I actually find this pretty interesting because I think what Luxalgo's algorithm was working on is the fact that they were not anticipating this rally. And in all reality, that level is a very, very important level. So while it might not have been profitable or might not have been helpful for you trading, it is something to keep an eye on that I think that's a level that before we hit these $4 regions, we're probably at some point going to come back down and touch 286, 287 before we take off. Now, are we going to hit 310 before we get there? Are we going to get to 320, 330? As Jeb talked about earlier in the title of this stream, if you're looking at Fibonacci uh, extension levels, we could get as high as 340 just hitting that 1.61 level, which is a pretty normal level for Fibonacci extension. 
The question is, do we touch the 287 before that, or do we touch the Fibonacci extension and then come back down to 287, which would be a pretty significant crash. I saw, I saw a comment in chat, someone saying, man, Tim's getting negative. The truth is, what I'm trying to do is be positive long-term. I would rather us go touch 287 now and then shoot up to 340 rather than touch 340 and then drop all the way back down to 287. But that's just my opinion. Uh, overall, though, I think Cardano is sitting in a great place uh, for a long-term output. I, I think that the concept of Cardano being 5 to $7 by the end of the year is very much intact oh, yeah. and is right on schedule. Yeah, no, I think that's very realistic. And here's what I think, guys. Now let's go ahead and move into the longer term, or even, to be honest with you, the shorter term predictions on where Cardano heads next. But first of all, before we get to that, smash that like button. We've got 2,300 people watching. I know that we can get to 1,000 likes here in the next couple of minutes. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in. And also, I want to give a big shout out to all of our members. Thank you guys who have joined the Jedi Knights. If you are interested in joining our community, you can do so by hitting the join button right below the like button here on this channel. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk really quickly about our predictions here on Cardano. What we are referencing and what Tim was referencing a second ago and what the title is referencing is something called the Fibonacci retracement. And in this case, it's actually the Fibonacci extension. Fibonacci is a ratio that was put together by a guy named Fibonacci about 600 years ago. It takes the last two digits and you add them together and then you get the next digit. So one plus, so you get one and then you add one and then one plus one equals two and then two plus one equals three and then three plus two equals five and then five plus three equals eight and then so forth and so on go into infinity. Well, if you take the ratio between those numbers, especially with the larger numbers as you start getting more resolution on what the ratio is, then you get certain numbers like 0.618 or 0.382, which is the inverse of 0.618. Yeah, those two together, you get one or you get uh, uh, 0.786 and then you get, uh, what is it? 0.218, I think it is. It's uh, 236, excuse me. Yeah, those two together, you get one. So you get these things called Fibonacci ratio numbers and 0.618 and 1.618. They're called the golden ratio because they show up quite a bit in mathematics, but you can use them in technical analysis and we actually have an entirely dedicated video on them here mm -hmm. in the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy. A lot of you guys have joined CT2A lately because you want to invest in your own education and there is a video in here on Fibonacci retracement and we also talk a little bit in that video about Fibonacci extension, which we'll be discussing right now. Fibonacci is extension is truth be told one of the only ways it's one of two major ways that i use to find price targets when we're in blue sky breakout when you're rallying or moving in area that you've been before it's quite easy to find support or resistance because you just look at what the market has done previously but cardano's never traded at three dollars and 40 cents or four dollars mm -hmm. so we don't really have a great way of figuring out what our price targets are because we don't have any previous data but there are a couple of ways that we can do that and let's run through them i said there's two there's actually three the first one I like to look at is what is known as the Fibonacci extension. The way you do this is you draw from the previous high to the low. I go into more detail about how to find which lows and highs to use in that video over in CT2A, so I'm going to be brief here. But after you do that, you will get something called the 1.618 Fibonacci extension level right here. And then you'll also, if you move up, get a few more 2.618, 3.618. And if you go into Fibonacci by just double clicking on it anywhere you can come in here and add all these different fibonacci numbers i'm just going to use the standard ones for right now the 1.618 level for the fibonacci extension is the most important hands down because 1.618 is like i said the golden ratio and next to pi which is 3.14159268 and go on and so forth and so on 1.618 so forth and so on is the second most important number in all of mathematics and it is incredibly important on charting as well 
It currently shows Cardano going to $3.34. I think that that's accurate. I think that if Cardano can get a little bit more volume, can see the bullish MACD cross, can see a little bit more volatility, and actually confidently break out above $3 because it still hasn't done it with confidence yet. If so, I think we're going to be at $3.34 in the next week and a half, probably the next week, to be quite honest with you. That's where I think we're going to go based on Fibonacci. Now, there are two other ways that we can look for price targets. The second one is what we call mass psychology. This is something we talk about in CT2A as well. We have a video over here called mass psychology. And then also up here where we talk about support and resistance, we talk about a concept called big evens. What are both of those? Well, a big even is quite simply a big, whole, even, sexy number like $1 or $5 or $10 or over on Bitcoin, you're looking at a $10,000 or $20,000 or $50,000 or $100,000. It's a lot more enticing to the trader than $65,000 $247.17. Who's going to come up with that number other than me, right? You're going to be looking for those big, even whole numbers. That's what a big even is. Why does that matter? Because mass psychology. Think about the market as one individual and then think about how that individual is thinking. That's why I personify markets and say the market thinks this or the market desires that. It's actually a very good idea to personify the market because if you understand the motives of the people in the market and put them together as in one collective consciousness, it makes it a lot easier and much more accurate to predict what the market's going to do. Nevertheless, we need to look at the mass psychology of the market. What is our next major mass psychological, big even level of resistance? It's $4. It's $3.50, which is right there around $3.35, but it's also $4. Above that, it's $5. Those are those nice, big, even whole numbers that people like to look at. So personally, I think that Cardano is going to be at $3.34 in the next couple of weeks. However, like we said earlier, and like Tim said earlier, we might need to go down to that 286 level first just because Cardano doesn't have a lot of momentum right now. It needs to break with more confidence than it has done so, so far. And if it can't do that, then it's going to need to correct. That being said, we are also looking at Alonzo coming out on the 12th. So that's another reason to believe that Cardano is going to be very um, bullish for the next 10 days or so. So I do think we're going to see that $3.34 uh, to $3.50 level based on the Fibonacci and based on the mass psychology yeah. in the next week and a half. And then I finally have one more way that we can do price targets. And this one is specific to the market that we are in right now. It's based on what we call a bull flag. Cardano over the last couple of days has been in what we call a bull flag. In this case, it's actually a bull pennant, I should say, because we have a symmetrical triangle pattern. And this symmetrical triangle pattern sits at the end of what you call a flagpole. We talk about this in CT2A as well for anyone who wants more information on this. What you do with these is you draw a line from the very beginning of the rally all the way up to the to the end of the rally when you move into the pennant. And then what you do is you take this line right here, which is called the flagpole, extrapolate it based on when you started breaking out of the symmetrical triangle pattern. We've now broken out of it. And then you just zoom out and take a look at where it points. Well, in this case, it's pointing to $4.50 on the 4th of October. Hold your horses. It's not that simple. First and foremost... Cardano going from a dollar uh, going from a dollar to two dollars and eighty six cents is a lot easier than going from two dollars and eighty six cents to four dollars and fifty cents. Why? Because to add all of that price, you have to add tens of billions of dollars of market capitalization, and most of the people that want to buy Cardano have probably already bought Cardano. So it's not that simple as just saying, "Oh, well, it did this in this time frame, so it's going to do that in that time frame." It's not that simple. What it does give us an idea of is that Cardano has a reasonable expectation to go to $4.50 at some point. What a lot of people will do is they will do an extrapolation like this and they'll say, boom, August, uh, October the 4th. That's what it says. I have found in my four years of experience working in this market every single day, 
that the way you want to use extension, uh, excuse me, not extension, you want to use um, breakout patterns like this with bull, uh, bull flags and bull pennants is take the price target because the price target is probably pretty accurate. I found them to be pretty accurate. The time target is normally not the one that's accurate. I think instead of October the 4th, we should be looking for $4.50 before the end of the year, maybe all the way up to $5 by the end of the year, depending on how Alonzo launches. So yeah. let's break it down. In the next week, maybe the next two weeks, but probably in the next week and a half or so, I think we're going to see $3.35 to $3.50 on Cardano. And before the end of the year, based on Alonzo, based on the thing I just said about price targets over the next couple of weeks, and based on this extension, I think we're looking at $5 before the end of the year. Where do you think we're going by the end of the year, Tim? By the end of the year, I, I, you know, five between 5 to 7, 5 to 8, maybe, maybe 8, you know. But, but I even want to kind of back up with that psychology you're just talking about there, Jeb. Mm-hmm. Just help. I know you guys listening right here, ADA fans all the way, you guys have diamond hands. Great. Yep. I do, too. You know, I, I'm a diamond hand guy when it comes to all of my crypto. Um, here is the thing, though. I still have to think about the psychology. Why am I actually kind of hoping that we pause for a second and go back down to 286? Right now, we are sitting at three dollars and three cents. So if we went down to 287, 286, we're talking about 15, 16, 17 cents, right? Mm. Not that big a deal. Nope. If we rally to 340 first and then drop we're talking 53 54 cents mm -hmm. i know you guys your diamond handers out there that are watching this stream you guys are like hey no it's cool that's exhausting that big of a dip like big rallies like that are really fun people love that big dips are not fun nope those moves are what turn people from diamond hands into paper hands. Mm -hmm. So I am hoping for the longevity of Cardano and the continuation of that rally to go ahead and hit our level of support now. And I, I you know, if we lived in a perfect world, the bottom's in right now. We'll never drop below $3.03. But that's just not realistic. The realistic opinion is that we need to hit these strong levels of support, continue to build on them, make them significant. And that's what's going to allow us to hit that seven, eight dollar maybe even ten dollars by the end of the year i don't i don't think we're gonna get all the way up there but that'd be crazy what we need to do is things like continue to build on strong levels of support solidify them so that we keep moving the same think about like a mountain climber if you're if you're actually climbing a mountain they set their anchors several 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 places just because they never want to fall below that level good analogy it would suck to fall below Cardano at the moment if we go straight to 340 is like taking a very 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 long uh, climb with no levels of support, no anchors, and then if we slip, if we fall, it's a pretty disastrous, hurtful fall. Mm -hmm. I would rather go ahead and set an anchor here at 287 as we continue this climb. It's a good analogy. Yeah. No, I love that, and I think you're absolutely right, guys. That's what we want to see happen. We want to see Cardano rally, but we want to see it done in a healthy manner. Drop a hashtag Ada Gang in chat if you're a part of the Ada Gang. We would love to see that over in the chat. And guys, also make sure to smash that like button. I know we can get to a thousand likes here in the next couple of minutes. I very much appreciate everybody who has tuned in. We got a lot of exciting things to talk about, but first, let's go ahead and catch up on the super chats because I know we have some. Oh, yeah. We Let's do. do that. We actually have a lot, so uh, hopefully we get through most of this. Greg Gresick said, still haven't diversified, but ADA also buy yourself an energy drink, Smay. Is Smay looking tired? Are we fixing the camera? Oh, no. Yeah, he bumped it. They overcorrected. <laughs> Is it good right now? What do I need to do? Yeah, Tell me what to fine. do. Just leave it. It's good. Don't All right. touch it, please. 
right. Uh, uh, Greg says that he wants to buy you an energy drink, uh, Smay. So. Oh, buy me an energy drink? Why what? do I need an energy drink? I don't know. You're looking sleepy? I don't know. I'm sleepy. I'm feeling sleepy. I did not get any sleep last night, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I actually didn't sleep well. I feel good. I didn't sleep well, though, because I actually, you know, like, it's it's som- uh, insomnia, right? Where you yep. can't, you just think. Yep. I was actually thinking about segments. I was talking to Smay this morning about stuff for between two coins. So oh it's, my it was a good reason I, to have this. I'll tell you what. I slept well, but I didn't wake up well. That's exactly. <laughs> That's what a happened. good way of putting also, it. Also, Jeb, tell him tell him what what was the scenario of why you didn't sleep well? Because I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. No. So I moved into a new house, right? And everything in my new house just doesn't work. Like almost everything in my new house hates me. So I washed my sheets last night, right? Put them in the in the dryer. Took four hours to dry, and they still didn't get dry. So I I slept under uh, some towels and a bathrobe last night. That's that's all I had because everything's still packed up because I'm working twelve hours a day right now trying to get the channel running well, and I, and I haven't had a chance to unpack my house. So all of my belongings are sitting in boxes in the garage of my new house because we're working so hard to bring you guys good content. So please subscribe. I would very much appreciate it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> let's keep moving. We got more super. Chats. Yeah, let's do it. Me Universe says, "Why are you ghosting CryptoVet on email weeks?" I guess I don't know. He would I'm love go- to be on Two Coins. I'm ghosting. One vet. more what? influencer we have spammed for that segment. Let's go. Next. I would love to have him. Hey. Uh, so first of all, that's another good thing. I'm checking I saw my email earlier. right now. We need to. Do what we need to do is. <laughs> Get great because just so you guys know, sometimes when it seems like we haven't responded to things, it's because we're trying to make sure we have the right person in line. Part of Greg's new responsibility because we've shifted Greg is that Greg is going to be handling our networking and connections. So I know Greg is very active in chat. Greg, say hello to everybody if you haven't already because I think you did. Uh, me Universe, make sure that we get Greg connected with Crypto Vet to get him here. Yeah, well, absolutely. And also, I want to correct something, guys. Uh oh. You said it, and BitBoy said it. It is not called Two Coins. The it's show is not called Two Coins. Two coins. It's between, between Two, two coins. coins. It is a between. It is literally based yeah, off no, of no, the you Zach know, I saw, I saw something on YouTube earlier today. It's called Between Two Ferns. They're freaking. They're stealing our idea. They stole it. <laughs> why? Why do no? Uh, I don't know why they would do that. I know Smith. why. Smith, no, he, you didn't hear what he. Okay, I have no idea what you're moving talking forward. About. David Fear said, "Not trying to make it weird." <laughs> Smay has pretty eyes. Hashtag no foam. Aww, Smay does, does have pretty eyes. eyes. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah. That's a double compliment right there. We both said yeah. the same thing. Four by Grace said, "Ephesians six eleven, put on the whole armor of God." Let's go. See what he did there. Uh, that you <laughs> may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. God bless you and yours. Absolutely, man. Amen. I love I love the encouragement by Four by Grace. It seems like every time Amen. he gives, he, he gives a scripture. Yep. Um, yeah, man. I I'm so appreciative of that. Hussein said, "What do you guys think of helium? It's going to pop." <laughs> nice. Gosh, that laugh track. <laughs> when did he do it? He's laugh been track. playing the laugh track. <laughs> I can't hear it. Tim's got yeah, headphones, I have headphones on today, so that's funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts about helium? Uh, I think it's gonna go up. <laughs> oh, and then pop. I mean. It's, uh, okay. Gosh, stop. Please oh my stop. goodness. <laughs> Smash the like button. Do the crickets. You know. oh Vlad God. Yen said, when you look at a new altcoin and invest, this is a great question. When you look at a new altcoin and investigate it, how do you know that it, this is a good or bad project? What do you guys look at? Very well, good question. That's a very good question. I look at a cryptocurrency the same way I look at, at, at a stock or a company. Does it deliver a good product? 
to people that people are willing to buy? Does it do a good job of advertising itself? Does it do a good job of, number one, not being a scam? Number two, not looking like a scam? Because you can be a perfectly legitimate project, but look like you're trying to scam people out of everything they own, and you're not going to go anywhere. Are you delivering a good product that is valuable to people? For example, Ethereum delivers a valuable product. You can build DeFi on it. You can build DEXs on it. You can build NFTs on it. It delivers a valuable product, and the community has agreed upon that because it's worth $300 billion or whatever it's worth right now. The same thing can be said for certain other projects. However, if you've got one project with some dude in his garage somewhere trying to build an Ethereum killer, it's probably not going to work out because Ethereum has so many more uh, advantages. So I would encourage you to look at different cryptocurrencies the same way you look at different stocks and different companies. Are they going to be able to compete against each other? And if so, which one is going to come out on top? That's the one you probably want to be invested in. Mm. Good take. Jem Finding said, new Bitcoin Academy member here. Uh, thanks go. for all your hard work. Jeb and team. Yeah, the applause cut off short. What is your opinion on Kava? Very interesting DeFi lending platform. Uh, TA, please. I haven't done a lot of research on Kava, so I can't give you anything off the top of my yeah. head. But I have heard of it, and I've heard of some people that I trust their opinion using it. So that's all I can really say on it right now. But, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mojo Hand said, thanks for... Uh, thanks as always for everything y'all do. Might miss tomorrow's live stream, so wanted to say good luck to your Hokies, Timbo. Mm. Uh, regardless of the outcome, Friday night, Lane Stadium, enter Sandman, college football, life is good. Amen. 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 By the way, uh, I haven't in informed these two yet, but I, I'm making it mandatory on set tomorrow. I'm bringing a shirt for Jeb. I'm bringing a hat for Smay. You know I'll be decked out. We're wearing, we're repping Hokies tomorrow. Hell no, we're not. Yes, we are. I'm not. They're not in competition, Alabama. You do. It's not this. Are the, when was the last time they played Alabama? Ten years ago. Okay, I'll wear it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And Smay, Smay, is a Marshall fan. We played recently. We whooped him, but Marshall. he's agreed to to be a semi Hokie fan. I'm trying to get him involved more. Who the heck is Marshall? Ball, I didn't agree to anything like that. I never agreed to this either. He agreed. He agreed. <laughs> no, he didn't. Neither right. did I. Uh, do you guys want to pause with super chats and move into the next story? Or you want to do yeah, a more? Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and move on really quickly here, and we'll get to all of those here in just a second. What I want to talk about next, guys, is New York because, as you know, that is in the title. New York is, uh, as you know, probably the financial capital of the world. At certain points in history, it most certainly has been the financial capital of the world, and it is most certainly the financial capital of the United States of America. It was the first city to develop skyscrapers. It was the lead city. It was the it was the ideal city for a hundred years. Now you can debate all you want about how the cities run or the politics or the culture, whatever. The fact of the matter is, it's the largest city in the United States of America. It's the most powerful city in the United States of America. It's got a larger GDP than half of the countries on the planet, and it is one of the most influential places on planet Earth. And if it's not the number one financial hub in the world, it is definitely in the top three. You can make an argument for Shanghai being bigger nowadays, but New York City is still one of the most influential cities on planet Earth for financials. Mayoral candidate pledges to make NYC most cryptocurrency-friendly city in the nation. Some mayors of U.S. cities, large and small, such as uh, Mayor Suarez down in Miami, uh, have been pushing for adoption of cryptocurrencies or otherwise taking a position in favor of digital assets. Curtis Sliwa 
a beret-wearing Republican running for the mayor of New York City, said one of the goals of his campaign is to focus on crypto. In a Wednesday tweet, Sliwa, uh, I think I'm saying that right, Sliwa said he would focus on creating greater financial inclusivity in New York City by opening more crypto ATMs and incentivizing businesses to accept cryptocurrency. According to his campaign website, however, the mayoral candidate currently only accepts donations in the U.S. dollar using personal checks or credit cards. He says this, as an NYC mayor, I will make NYC the most cryptocurrency friendly city in the nation. Property taxes, fines and fees will be payable in crypto. We will open more crypto ATMs and incentivize businesses to accept crypto. We must modernize our economy and make it accessible for all. He announced his intentions for the adoption of cryptocurrencies in NYC in June before winning the Republican primary in the city's mayoral race. So he is currently the um primary winner. He is the uh, uh, Republican Party's um, potential in uh, New York City mayor. The founder of the crime prevention group Guardian Angels and reportedly the owner of 16 rescue cats, he will face off against Democratic candidate and uh, Eric Adams in November. You got to win an election with 16 rescue cats. I mean, that's like that's like the Trump card. In that almost right made there. me not want to like, I mean, not that I live in New York or anything, but like <laughs> if I did, I would immediately unvote for him. Well, like, you don't like cats? Yeah, no, that's horrible. Cats are pretty bad. 16 I don't like cats either. Hold on, hold on. 16 That's of any point. animal is obsessive. Like you, What about turtles? You Even turtles. <laughs> 13 turtles? Like 16, 16 turtles? Come on, guys. 16 That's cats? That's a lot. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot. That's a whole lot of cats. That house has to be stinking. That house must Hair suck. all over the place. Oh, yeah. it's horrifying. His, his, he might actually... Uh, yeah, he's got a lot of cats. Some mayors in U.S. cities, large and small, have been pushing for adoption of cryptocurrencies or otherwise taking a position in favor of digital assets. In August, Mayor Jason Stewart of Cool Valley, Missouri, po- proposed giving away more than $1 million in Bitcoin to the city's roughly 1,500 uh, 1, residents. Mayor My- uh, Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, who I just mentioned, has also said he is a hodler and wants to make the Florida city attractive to those in crypto and the blockchain industry. So why is this important? Well, the reason this is important is because what New York City has done in the last 150 years financially, generally the rest of the world has followed. That's why this is important. New York City has about the same population as El Salvador, the entire country that is moving in the direction of adopting Bitcoin in the next couple of weeks. That's going to go online. By the way, we're going to have a story on that coming out this weekend, so make sure to subscribe for that. There is a major opportunity here for New York City to pave the way for the United States and for the rest of the world in cryptocurrency adoption. Now, I mean, we got to address the elephant in the room, which is the Republican primary winner in New York City. I don't know the statistics. I don't think Republicans win the mayoral race in New York City all that often. I could be wrong, but we literally have to address it. Who's the Democratic Uh, uh, nominee? Eric Adams. I I, I think someone was saying Adams is pro-crypto as well. No, it was Yang. It was Yang. Yang was pro-crypto. No, but I think someone was just saying Adams. I think Eric Adams is also. Hold on, hold on. But wasn't wasn't the the mayor before this past mayor uh, a Republican? It might have been. Yeah, I was like, I, I think could be well, wrong. but I, I think he was like a more this. moderate. I think he, I don't think he would. He, I don't think he fully aligned with like what you would say the grant the I mean, GOP. Wasn't it yeah. Rudy Giuliani at one point? Rudy Giuliani was the mayor like 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. okay. He well, was the mayor during 9/11, I believe. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, so the point is, whether or not we see Slowa uh, be, I, I am sure I'm butchering that name. I know people are going to correct me on that. Whether or not we see this person win the mayorship, the mayoral election in NYC or not, they and Eric Adams, their uh, adversary, both seem to be pretty cryptocurrency yeah. uh, pro. The other thing you can never, you can never um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Never, you can never count out Just is count. the amount of voters who vote on one policy Absolutely. on one issue. Yep. And yes, there's lots of issues, but the amount of young tech people in New York who are frustrated and extremely pissed off about the regulation, the current regulation of crypto in New York, don't count out the desire to vote for a person just based off of one issue. Yep. Uh, that is still something very active we have to be aware of. So before we just say, oh, you know, there's no way this guy, you know, I don't know his name either. I can't pronounce his name. There's Curtis. no way he wins. If he is extremely super pro crypto mm -hmm. and he can catch the attention in the heart of some of these Absolutely. young tech people, Absolutely. don't count him out. Absolutely. And you know what? Here's what I have to say also. This is why 16 cats is excessive, guys. <laughs> oh my he God. <laughs> He lives in New York. He I know, that's York. what I'm... That means he doesn't have a very speaking big of living space. Speaking of cats, Cash Cats said Miami is already crypto-friendly. New York City just isn't friendly at all. Well, oh. that's, that's but what here's I was what, but no, no, I really need to drive this home, guys. Imagine a small <laughs> New York... You have to pay, like, a millions a, of dollars. A millions of dollars for, like a regular size house literally anywhere else in the world. And you're not getting a house, by the way. You're getting like a high-rise apartment, right? Say he is super rich and he has the super high-rise apartment. It's still not that big to hold 16 <laughs> freaking cats. You need a mansion to make that work. I love the details of stories that Smay attaches himself to. I know, to. I know. It's we great. can talk about politics, cryptocurrency, war, I, anything. I'll tell you what. We will carve out a whole segment for Smay's take on cats this yes. Friday night. Yes, you need to do that. Yeah. You need to. You guys, this needs to spill over into it. So yeah, guys, we just want to bring that to your attention. New York City may be moving in the direction of adopting crypto. Obviously, we've seen a lot of adoption stories lately, but I want to bring that one to your attention. Let's go ahead and read some super chats as well. I'm going to comment real quick. Okay. Uh, Rise of the Crypto Walker, he added me and Smay, said kind of short on cash this week, but can you ask Jeb to go over the VPVR indicator and FIB in detail or in use case for the future? Do you have trading view discount code? I got the Lux Algo. Uh, yeah. I know, I know, Jeb, give them the, the, short, the short take on it because... Those are things we discuss in CD2A. Yes, we do. And the reason why is because it takes more than just a quick two-second response mm -hmm. to go into them. But I can tell you right now the importance of once you figure those out, Crypto Walker, uh, once you figure those out, what you can do with those is astronomical. And, and like Jeb said, utilizing especially Fibonacci, Fibonacci retracement when we're hitting new all-time highs, when we have nothing to call a, a level of resistance, we have no idea where we're going. I love I love using Fibonacci when we hit those numbers. Yeah. Yeah, so Fibonacci like I was saying earlier is based on the Fibonacci ratio, uh, the Fibonacci sequence. And then from the Fibonacci sequence, you derive things like the golden spiral that you've seen so many times that it looks like, oh, it looks like a galaxy. It looks like a uh, looks like a flower. That comes from Fibonacci. Another thing that you can use Fibonacci for is what we call Fibonacci retracement and extension. And that is where we are getting those numbers from that we mentioned earlier. VPVR stands for the volume profile of the visible range. So visible range just means it's taking into account data that is showing up on your chart where you are looking on your chart. Volume profile just means that we're looking at the amount of trading that is taking place at certain price levels. So if I show you on our chart right here, the VPVR has a big spike on Cardano down here around $1.18. That just means that there was a ton of trading that happened at $1.18. As opposed to up here at $2, there was not much trading at all. So you can see the VPVR is very, very low. That's all it is. It's not that complicated. The VPVR, there is a lot more to it, but the basics of it is that. In Fibonacci, we go into a lot more detail because that one can get kind of complicated. So there's a little bit of a TLDR of those. Yeah. Let's keep reading Super Chats. We have a bunch of them. Overwhelming, by the way, the feedback. Everyone thinks that I'm about to tell a 
a ghost story or something. So yeah. this is not. It's not overwhelming. It's one guy. No, okay. Well, that was this guy just more recently. In the beginning, there's lots of people. Yeah. What do you uh, want me to do, say, guys? Put a one in chat if you like this. Put a two in chat if you want. No, my, I don't uh, want you things. to like it. Obviously, it's not. No, good, I don't want okay? you to like it. Obviously, here's the thing. Obviously, it's not good. But I'm doing my best. Okay. What Please a great producer. I don't alone. want you to like my work. <laughs> that leave wasn't my intention. Me alone. We're trying to make Tim the villain. Crit cats, and it's spelled with a K, so I don't think he's talking about actual cats. What is considered the best day? Two dollar cost average into crypto. Also thoughts on Theta. It has been stagnant for a while. Best crypto channel. I agree. Thank you very much. Number one, Theta is a good project. I don't personally use it. I've heard of a lot of people that do use it, and it has done them very well. Number two, the best day to dollar cost average as found by statistical historical analysis on the last 10 years of cryptocurrencies, Friday. And the reason is that Friday typically, and I'm talking about morning on Friday, Friday is typically the lowest, uh, lowest um, price during the week because people are, as you would expect, taking money out of crypto to pay bills as the week goes on. But then Friday hits, people get paychecks, they drop crypto, uh, they drop money into crypto, they dollar cost average, and then the price typically rises a little bit over the weekend. Normally you see a lot more volatility over the weekend, but normally the prices are lowest on Friday. So if you're going to set up a recurring purchase, you should do so on Fridays. Yeah, I, I gave a quick look at Theta just for him mm -hmm. on the technicals. Uh, I was on the hourly chart, and we are looking at, it looks like a symmetrical triangle pattern that should break bullish. We're running that 95% moat. Um Mark, but there's also a good amount of volume that that ticked up, and we see some bullish RSI divergence. Uh, so, Theta, you know, from just a short, quick look at the hourly chart, Theta actually looks like he's in a very bullish spot at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but we'll move on. Super chats. Uh, Vlad Yen said on Bitcoin Weekly graph, 20 and 50 moving averages is about to cross. Every time it did before, we went into a bear market. Do you think we might do it again? I don't know if I agree with this statement every time. Interesting. 20 and 50 simple moving averages. Let's look at that. He's on the daily? He's talking about on the weekly. Weekly, okay. Mm, I see what you're saying, but it normally shows up relatively late into the bear market. As you can see right here on August the 25th, 2014, we had already seen uh, the market correct from $1,250 down to $400. The same thing happened over here on June the 25th, where we saw the cross when Bitcoin was trading at $5,900. I don't think that that's going to result in a giant correction. We talked about the death cross, which is the 50 and the 200 down on the daily chart and how it also lags. A lot of times you'll see these crosses happen very late into the bear market, so they're not really very predictive. And I think we're in a much different market right now than we have been historically anyway, to be honest with you. Yeah. I see what he's saying, though. Actually, I, I didn't know you were talking about the weekly chart. I, I see his point. No, I know what he's saying. I've seen yeah, it before, but, too. Yeah. But I, there's also a chance that they don't cross. They're, they're not guaranteed to cross, especially if we see a massive rally on Bitcoin, which we could within the next couple of weeks. Right. Uh, all right. Moving on. We got one from Corey saying, hey, guys, you have made it crystal clear. You're not too familiar with the, that many different altcoins. But if there is one I'd love for you guys to add, I beg you. Uh, beg for it to be vet. Thank you guys for listening. This is actually really interesting, Corey, because I was having a conversation with Kelly yesterday. For those of you guys who uh, have heard us talk about it, that's charismatic if he's in chat. Uh, he's actually now doing some research and stuff with us and for us that him and I were discussing the potential of keeping this show about the big things like Bitcoin, uh, Cardano, Ethereum, and every now and then touching on some other things. But we might actually in the future, don't know when, can't give you a date, but have a different smaller show once or twice a week where we do nothing but discuss smaller altcoins. Yep, want to do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, VeChain, just so you know, Corey, and Jeb, you can comment on that. I like VeChain. VeChain is one we like. Yeah, no, so, I like VeChain. Uh, especially Greg. Greg, I, I would say Greg probably his two biggest. 
uh, that he's really a fan of is Cardano and VeChain. Oh, he, I didn't he know loves, he liked. You know, on his trading, he loves VeChain. I didn't know he liked VeChain that yeah. much. That's good. Moving forward, Gabby TC said, "When we get a clean break of fifty thousand Bitcoin, will we still get a pullback to the mid forties when we touch fifty two, fifty four k?" Good question. I'm going to leave that question for the afternoon video because the good entirety point. of the afternoon video is going to be me talking about the Bitcoin technicals. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Thank you for the donation. Yeah. Uh, moving forward, we got one from John Hansen said, "Any idea how to get into the initial stake pool of offering for Sunday Swap, and what are your thoughts on that?" I don't know how to do it, but I'm sure if you go on Sunday Swap's website and their social medias, then they'll be able to explain all of that. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Cox said, 7GH mining, ergo packing the moon bags. Okay. There you go. That's a sentence that unless you were in crypto, you'd have no idea what you're saying. I don't even know what that is, but I like that word, moon bags. Moon bags. Small town fella said, no, no y'all set on TA Tim, but here are two more. No, y'all. Wait, the big fundamental and the big fundamental. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's Not move on. Move on. Move on. Here. Move on. Uh, but thank you for the donation, man. Uh, Kelly Bushini. Bushies. Bush. Shesn. You speak in English? Wow, you're really struggling. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, you I, said like should, seven different names. Should I read it for you? Or. Bushesn? Bushesn? I'm sure it has like some hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me find it. I'll read it for you because it seems That's like hilarious. you're struggling here. I'm going to I'm going to read his comment. Hey, guys. Great show as always. <laughs> Would love to know your thoughts about the pros and cons of crypto backed loans. Ooh, I'm an accountant, so I know there's no taxable event and I don't want to sell my Bitcoin Ethereum. Yeah, we use them. We actually think they're awesome. Love and it. we have taken advantage of them before to help us fund things like our new set and our new offices and everything. Oh. So it is something that I think is great. So long as you're using a reputable uh, platform, Coinbase and BlockFi are two that I recommend. We've used both of their loan services, and I think they're great. I think they're fantastic, and I think they're a great way of cashing out, in scare quotes, of cryptocurrency without, like you said, creating a taxable event. Hmm. where you're liquidating and having to pay capital gains taxes. So yeah, I think they're great personally. Obviously, I'm not a tax uh fi- I'm not a fin- <clears throat> I'm not a financial professional like yourself being an accountant. So, I can't give you guys too much information on that, but I think they're good. Ben Lay just commented said new Ben between two coins segment Tim pronouncing names. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad uh, idea. That's a good that's idea. That's one of the best names out there. That's a really good no, idea. I mean, do you do you guys see the name? <laughs> no, I didn't get to see da- it. David Nelson just commented. Look at the chat. <laughs> Look at the name at Kelly. Bo, okay. So it's Bo. Bo Ches? Ches? Bo, Bo Chesney. <laughs> Bo Chesney, dude. So it's me? Why would it? Okay. Bo you know Chesney, what? dude. It's Bo Chesney. I can say that. What you silly heck? goose. Oh, my All right, God. Let's move oh, on. my goodness. <laughs> uh, Tim's the heavy beard is beard, impacting his ability say, to pronounce The longer me. his beard gets, the less he can think. Oh <laughs> Kelly Bo Chain. Uh, That's really all, right, all right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Amadeus. Oh, gosh. The name. <laughs> Go for it. Read Yo, it. Amadeus. Is it Amadeus? Amadeus, maybe. Come, come, <laughs> come for the crypto TA. Stay for the Smay antics. That's spot uh, that's, on. That's, a, that's spot right. on. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ivan Cortez. <laughs> I already received my response for the motion designer via Instagram as we already have that. Thank you, guys. Oh, man. Wait. Who, G- did Gia respond to that? I, I know I told him to reach out to, to Jillian. Um... And it, it might just be like with what they're doing. Cause I know Jillian dabbles in some of that stuff. I actually finding out Jillian, you guys will meet Jillian. We'll have to get her on the show sometime. She's cool. actually really talented. At what She's she does. extremely talented, crazy talented, but I know eventually we want to build up that team. So Ivan, don't give up hope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miles Moore said thoughts on Clover finance. It's a dot parachain. 
I haven't used it. No. Can't say. Manny thought. Sorry. Uh, is it Irish? Top of the morning, the Because it's clover? Gosh. Charismatic or Kelly or said Kelly. Eric Adams and... Gosh, Slewa. Oh my goodness. Both want to make a New York City a crypto hub. The current mayor is Democratic. Sorry, a bit behind. But he was backing what we were saying. So yeah. either way, it looks like the next mayor is going to be pro-crypto, yeah. which should reduce like. or potentially completely get Wait, rid of those dumb pieces of regulation. We don't know that this other Adams guy is. Does it? Did it say that he... Because I know it was that Yang article. that he was running against. Well, Kelly lives in New York. So if anyone no, knows... I didn't know that. Yeah, if oh. anyone knows what's happening there... Shout out to Kelly. I yeah. trust you, Kelly. Mojo Hand said, P.S. Tim URI at Elon in November. Swing by the fat frog at 11 for pregame. What? Conversation 10% crypto, <laughs> 90% football guaranteed. He thought, so oh, URI okay, is like Caleb. University of Rhode Island. Island. University of Rhode Island. Go Rams. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I think the only game, unless something changes, the only game I'll be able to see is they go. Is Elon? Elon's in. in North Carolina? I think that's North Carolina. Game. I, I think no I'm planning on going there. So yeah, Mojo Hand. Must? We'll, have to, we'll have to hook up there. Elon no, who? Elon is just a it's the name of a college. I was gonna say I, I, literally, I, I thought he was talking about Elon Musk. Literally I'm <laughs> so lost. Like half that sentence so sounded lost. like Greek. To I'm me. speaking the language, Mojohan. We're on yeah. the same track. This is how people feel when you talk about crypto to them. So remember to take it slow. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, continue, continue. All right, that, that's the end of the super chats. We oh, did uh, that's, yeah, that's the end of the super Someone chats. Someone said super chat your name if it's hard just to get a laugh. I, we need to make can we clip all the laughing that just happened and like do a little like right between all of them? You know, like a outtakes from the end of Toy Story kind of clip. We should do that. Gosh. That'd be funny. <laughs> Someone's asked, like, there's people asking how high I am. I'm not. I'm definitely I'm high, Tam. Drop a plus group. one for definitely high, Tam. Oh my gosh. Matt C just donated saying, I believe New York is one of the most restrictive crypto states at the moment. So any change to a pro crypto can only help the space overall. The amount of money locked up in New York City is insane. That's Amen right. That. That's right. That's why this is important, guys. All right, all right, all right. All right, guys. So we got a couple more stories here that we want to run through really quickly. Biden administration pushes global crypto data sharing rules in $3.5 trillion budget bill. You know, it feels like every time I read about this stupid freaking bill, that number keeps going up. How much money are we going to spend? That like, that, I, Okay. Two months ago when we started talking about this, you guys saw my blood boil when we had to start raising money for infrastructure when the rest of the world is building massive amounts of high-speed rail and new interstates, or not interstates, new highways and all of this. Why do we have to go and raise money for infrastructure? Because our government is irresponsible and financially imprudent, and they have no idea what they're doing, and That's it's right. why we need cryptocurrency. That's right. Amen. 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 Let's go. Absolutely. The Biden administration is reportedly pushing to include global crypto data sharing rules in the $3.5 trillion budget package. The Treasury wants crypto businesses to report information on foreign account holders so the U.S. can share information with global trading partners. The U.S. Treasury is reportedly pushing to include those rules in this package, and the Biden administration is hoping to add the requirements for crypto businesses to report information on foreign account holders so the U.S. can share information with global trading partners, Roll Call reported Monday, citing an administration official who wasn't authorized to speak for the record. According to the Treasury's, according to the Treasury's Green Book, the global nature of the crypto market offers opportunities for U.S. taxpayers to conceal assets and taxable income by using offshore crypto exchanges and wallet providers. U.S. taxpayers also attempt to avoid U.S. taxes, uh, U.S. tax reporting by creating entities through which they can act. To combat the potential for crypto assets to be used for tax evasion, third-party information reporting is critical to help identify taxpayers and bolster voluntary tax compliance. So, essentially what we're seeing here is... We're trying, we're trying, the U.S. government 
under the Biden administration is trying to get more KYC going on in cryptocurrency. This is not inherently a bad thing. The thing that upsets me about this is why is this being included in an infrastructure bill? I want to know why there, excuse me, the, the, the budget. Why is this going into this? We need to see actual regulation that is designed for cryptocurrency. If we're going to see it at all, I think most regulation for cryptocurrency is going to be a net negative, not a net positive. But why are we not seeing clarity coming out of our governments? Well, it's interesting because we actually have a couple of other stories here, both of them coming from Gary Gensler. And the first one I tweeted about yesterday over on my Twitter, make sure to follow me over on Crypto. Crypto Jeb at Crypto Jeb. I tweeted this. This is the headline I'm going to read to you. Uh, let's see. It's right here. SEC Chief Gary Gensler says cryptocurrency platforms are too big to survive without regulation. And I said on Twitter, crypto YouTuber Jeb McAfee says governments are too big to survive without oversight and public accountability. Who do you think is right here? It's really funny when we're looking at the SEC Chairman Gary Gensler. And he's saying that crypto platforms are too big to survive without regulation when crypto platforms are doing tens of billions of dollars in daily trading volume and cryptocurrency is a $2.1 trillion market without the government getting their greedy little paws on it. And we've done so very well because they've stayed out of it. When was the last time the government got involved in anything and it led to anything good happening economic wise? It hasn't happened in a very long time. We have not seen it happen from a first world country in a very long time. Specifically, I'm mainly talking about the United States of America here because half our audience is in the U.S. And whether you like or hate the U.S., whether you're in the U.S. or not, what the U.S. does leads the rest of the world. So you need to be kept up to date on it. Moving forward here, U.S. Consumer Report is also actually we need to get to that in a second. I need to mention this SEC boss, which is Gary Gensler, tells the, U, uh, the EU parliament crypto and fintech could be as disruptive as the Internet. So here's. Let's just kind of wrap all this together. Number one, we're seeing New York City is moving in the direction, more than likely, of increased crypto adoption. Number two, there is, even though I don't like the way it's being rolled out, more regulatory clarity coming to cryptocurrency through the budget. I don't know why it's going in the budget. Number three, Gary Gensler says we need more regulation on cryptocurrency for them to grow. Don't know why. He didn't make a good argument as to why, but that's what he says. Number four, Gary Gensler, the same man we just talked about, says that crypto and fintech could be as disruptive as the internet. Finally, finally we get some acknowledgement that the cryptocurrency space is as big of a deal as the internet. Let's put all of this into one point. And that is whether you like or hate some of this news, whether it's good or bad, the point here is that every single time a U.S official or a government entity from anywhere in the world talks about, discusses, protests or performs for Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency market, they are driving awareness. In marketing, what you do when you're trying to sell something is you put people through a sales funnel. You build awareness. Basically, do people know you exist? Then you build uh, trust, or in our case, it might be trust for cryptocurrency rather than trust for a product. Then you sell those people in cryptocurrency. That's called adoption. So in the cryptocurrency space, we need to see awareness. Then we need to see people trust what they are now aware of. And then we need to see people adopt what they are now aware of. And that leads us to our final point here, which is this. U.S. Consumer Survey, almost 50% invested in current, uh, cryptocurrencies this year. Nearly half of U.S. consumers invested in crypto during the past six months study shows. I'm going to leave it at that. You guys can dig into this if you want because we're running short on time. But the point here is this. All of this talk, good or bad about cryptocurrency, is leading to a lot of adoption on Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I was walking around a supermarket yesterday, and I actually got recognized for the, for the second time in public 
was really cool. I met a guy, I think his name was Piero, and uh, I was talking to him, and then I was also talking to one of the employees there, and you know what this employee asked me? He asked me, uh, well, since you're a crypto YouTuber, because I was talking to him about what we do, he said, is SafeMoon a good investment? <laughs> I, I literally, I, I, I was sitting there holding a trash can for my new house and I was explaining to this guy, no, nah, SafeMoon's a horrible investment in the most polite way that I possibly could. But the point is, he knew about it. He knew about cryptocurrency. The days of people never hearing the word of Bitcoin are gone. The days of mass adoption are starting now. And unfortunately, crazy regulation is going to be a part of that. But at the end of all of it, people are going to be driven to cryptocurrency one way or the other. And that's something that I can stand behind. So, with all of that said, if there's any super chats, let's read those and we got to wrap it out. I don't know if we have any more super chats, but it was Bo Shane. Bo Shane. Bo Shane. Not Bo Shane. Not Bo Shane. Bo that's not what I said. No shame you for Bo Shane. You did say nay no, at I, the I end. said Bo, Bo Chesney. Oh. Bo Chesney. No, I think that's what I said. <laughs> no, that's what I said. You, oh said, you said, literally, this is what Bo you said. Bo Shane. You said, <laughs> he started speaking in tongues. <laughs> that's what you were trying to say. <laughs> gosh. Oh, my Bo gosh. It is Kelly Bo Shane. Kelly Bo Shane. Why don't we just call him Kelly? It's a her. Oh, what? It's a, dude, why don't we just call her Kelly? Dude, I'm sorry. You misgendered her. I did. I did. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is a her. I'm sorry. So it's a cool name. Also, can this is just to wrap this stream up in a bow. <laughs> I agree with the person that said having one cat is bad enough. Imagine having 16. That's true. Also, That's true. Also, can you really now let me be honest with you? Can you really trust a guy who owns 16 cats That's a in good a question. small apartment? That's a good question. How do you know you, he lives in a small apartment? Because it's New York. Even if he was rich, you know he'd be living in a small apartment. He could have a penthouse. Uh if he was a multi multi-millionaire, he would still have a pretty small apartment. What if he doesn't live in the city? What if he has like a three-hour commute and he lives out? Then the state? what is? Why would he want to be the mayor? We will of New cover York city? this tomorrow. We night. will go into extreme detail on how many cats this man has because it is a very important story. We, we, we need and more here crypto, Jeb. We, we want to get to the bottom of the he most important have, like, topics in crypto, and this man's number of cats no, is listen, important. He would have to have a whole room dedicated to just litter boxes. <laughs> you know how disgusting that is. <laughs> Like, we'll all do more research for tomorrow night. We'll do more research. No chemical can hide that stink. Guys, if you have enjoyed today's stream or think it was crazy anyway, smash that like button. Let's see if we can get to 1,500 likes before we wrap it out. And guys, also make sure if you haven't already purchased Lux Algo in the Cryptocurrency Technical Analysis Academy, you do that. Why? Because CT2A is going to teach you how to do technical analysis, the best in the industry, and you're also going to be able to use Lux Algo to get great buy and sell signals, great entry, so that you can make the most out of your trades and your investments. Both of them are great investments, and you should definitely check both of them out. The links are in the description. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at CryptoJeb. That's all I got for you today, guys. Before I go, though, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching. As always, and I will see you guys in the next video. Peace.